Welcome back to Home Design Chat with Nancy. We're all about your home. We'll be talking about everything from kitchens, baths, tile, appliances, and more over the year. Your name it, we chat about it. And now on with the show. Well, today is August 25th already. Oh my God, what do we have? Five months till Christmas. Time is flying by. And Jem Funk is our resident interior designer and lighting specialist. She's going to be our special guest today. Jem and I will talk about trends that designers predict will be huge for the last quarter of 2021 into 2022. But we're not going to name any of these designers. Remember what we always say. These ideas are from people who want to get published or interviewed. So in our opinion, it's good to listen to different ideas, but form your own opinion. Some ideas we agree with and some we definitely will not follow. Hey, Jim, welcome back. Hi, Nancy. How are you doing today? I'm good. How's life treating you? Oh, busy, busy, but that's good. I'd rather be busy than bored. That's what I always say. Oh, me too. Well, Jem, as the year started in 2020, many of us were forced to reconfigure our homes and we had to do multi-multi-functional spaces that could accommodate the needs of working parents and homeschool children. Now, fortunately, you and I have been working at home for years and we don't have any small children, so we're not in that category. But the idea of working from home for people who weren't used to it wore off. I think they're getting sick of it and they want to get back into mingling. We've all heard that people want to get back to the norm. What is norm? I don't know if there's going to be a norm anymore. The trends we're seeing for 2021, the fall of this reflects the more permanent changes that we've made to our homes or that people in that situation have changed uh, their homes for to accommodate the pandemic. So many have changed the priorities of their home to comfort, convenience, and color. It's all about that. Whereas maybe people had their homes decorated um, for entertaining, um, for showiness. Well, now that's all changed, right? This is true. I know. And uh, I mean, you may hear Vito, my lovely dog in the background, but this is another example. You know, you're working from home. In this case, we're doing a podcast and but you get the dog barking in the background or I can't tell you how many times I'm working from home and all, you know, our trades and everybody says the same thing. They get on the phone and the baby starts to cry or the dog starts to bark or whatever. You know, I've got to say, though, I've been working from home for so many years, more than 20. I don't have a dog, but I wouldn't trade working in an office for working from home. I like working from home. I think it's convenient. It fits my schedule. I like the idea of sometimes not having to dress up. Sometimes I'll go out and meet clients and and you're the same way. Yeah, I mean, um, I have kind of a schizophrenic kind of uh, a lifestyle because I do work from home, but I also work out of an office too. And and then I also go meet clients. So it's kind of, honestly, I love it all because for me, I 
don't just like working at home because sometimes I get like stir crazy and I need to go out and, and be in the public. And so I like my balance of the meeting clients working from home and working out of an office personally. Yeah. I've got that same schedule, except I don't work in an office, but I've always said, I enjoy this because no two days are the same and I don't get bored. Right. Yeah, that's the plus. I, I'm like you, and I think most artsy people are like that. We don't like to be bored. We like some variety. We got to get Vito a job. Oh, my gosh. I mean, he's a handsome, handsome dog, but he, <laughs> I think he needs to do doggy modeling or something. <laughs> or a girlfriend, whatever. Yeah, he did meet a girlfriend last week. <laughs> but, oh, that's another show, Jim. Yes, dog dating. Um, So I have a list here, which I shared with you on ideas that other designers are saying is going to be the trends. Well, we've had this discussion before. Many times we've talked about trends versus fads. And like I said before, some designer will come up with the idea that, oh, this is in, that's in, this that's their idea. That's not our idea. That's not uh, the consumer's idea. It's just somebody who wants to make a statement, I guess, and get in the public eye. So I'm going to start with the first one that's on our list, bringing in the warm, earthy uh, neutrals into the home. Um, you know, this is my take on that. I don't see a lot of warm, earthy trend. Um, what I'm seeing is bright colors. I'm still seeing the grays. They're mixing with the yellows. I'm seeing a lot of black, black doors. Uh, people are painting their doors black. They're painting their walls black. Not every wall black, but they're using that as a contrast, uh, making a statement. Um, I'm also seeing a lot of white walls and then using the accessories with bright colors. Um, so I think everything and anything goes where they're saying earthy neutrals are coming in. I disagree. What do you think? Um, with this case, I have to, as I'm nodding my head, yes, yes, because uh, I have a lot of gray in my house still, warm gray with a pop of more of a warm yellow i have it in my kitchen which normally i would never pick but uh we thought oh we'll try something different so everything you just mentioned i have i have the black doors i've had that for years i think i started that trend well, <laughs> I'm, I'm peeking it. i'm peeking into your office and you've got black furniture of course nobody can see that yeah but, yeah and no, i do have a warm um office wall but i that's my newest wall i painted it warm caramel which is um kind of like ralph lauren you know i love ralph yeah, lauren I can see that. <laughs> yeah. he has that in his office but but you and i both wear a lot of black too and i've said yeah. from the beginning of time where the colors that you wear that you look best in use in your home so typically we would we would have contrasting colors we would have some bright colors but not overwhelming and using a lot of black i mean you and i love black i i love black now for and we're talking about clothes and home because they actually interrelate exactly Um, but like for me, black's not like my best color. When I'm in color, everybody's like, oh my God, you should wear color. But frankly, I, I'm really not a color person. I like black. So that, you know, that's another thing relating to your home, do what you feel comfortable doing. Cause people always try to put people, whether it be clothing, cause I've worked in that industry as well, or, 
or your home decor. You know how it's like Susie Q's listening to her friend and Susie Q likes red and black. So she's trying to get her friend over here to use red and black, but really her friend likes white, you know? Mm -hmm. And so then the friend who, you know, is asking Susie Q, what should I do? Well, that friend's very indecisive. So she ends up listening to Susie Q, but Susie Q is telling her friend her opinion for what she likes. It's not really what her friend likes. Well, that's, that's like the person reading that animal prints are in. You should have clothing with animal prints. Yeah. You won't see me in any of those animal prints ever, ever. But no, just because no. somebody puts it in a uh, women's wear daily or whatever, that doesn't mean that you should do it. Exactly. And we do. I mean, there are many people over the years that I've met that they do this. They just follow the trends and follow the trends and there comes a point in your life where you really have to say, this is who I am. This is what I like. And I don't care what the trend is, whether it be clothing or home. Yeah. Some people can't do that though. I know. Well, I am very afraid because I, I have seen a lot of white walls too. And a lot of times when I'm working with a client, I use white walls because a lot of my clients like white walls. I'm very picky with my whites because I like warmer whites. I don't like grayer whites. Mm-hmm. Um, but because I just think people, you and I have discussed this too, look better in a warm glow than a cool glow. Right. Um, same but thing. that also depends on the accessories, the couch color, the carpeting. And yeah. so you really have to go along with everything else going on in the room. Hey, True. let's move on to wallpaper. I understand that wallpaper is back. I'm kind of glad it's back because sometimes rooms just need that punch. But rather than the typical, and I'm going to use this word and you probably don't know what I'm talking about. Years ago, <laughs> it was called sanitas. Did you ever hear that word? I'm too young for that, honey. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm not that young. Okay. Well, we don't see that anymore. But what I'm seeing and I love is a lot of murals, a lot of bold florals. When I say bold florals, I mean there'll be one rose on the whole wall. So they blow it up like that. Or geometrics just to add a pattern to the wall. Uh, They're bringing in Art Deco. So, again, depending on what's going on in the room, wallpaper could work i think there comes a time when uh Vito has to have a milk bone don't you think yeah graham grams is she's making dinner so he might be <laughs> oh, okay. okay grandma's here making dinner so the other thing that i don't agree with though is they're saying that the wallpaper borders where you put them from this the top of the wall meeting the ceiling is back and i i don't that just screams 1980s don't you think I'm sorry. I can I can't go there because I was an '80s kid and I can't go there. I have nightmares from the border walls. To be honest with you, oh. uh, no, can't do it. Uh, wallpaper, or as we they changed it now to wall covering. Why? I can do that all day long. I could mm-hmm. do. I, I to me, it's not back. I've never ended it. I love it. It adds texture. Um, You know, I think it came back stronger because they have more uh, offerings because the coverings that they're offering are bolder, they're brighter, they're um, not looking like the little coffee pot with the spoon and the ivy 
on the wall. You know, the right. right. kitchen stuff yeah. um, where then the background was little fake brooks and bricks and all that stuff. Um, I think they've they've taken a bigger step towards being different, being bold. And I like it. Do you like Works it? Fair. I you know, I like the now what was what was the word you just told me? that I didn't know. Oh, sanitas. <laughs> okay. Well, I've seen versions of that, but they kind of call it like wall mural or whatever. Now. No, sanitas was the product. It was easily oh. strippable and it was washable. Oh, okay. And, and so typically you put it in bathrooms and kitchens. Yeah, that's so I got to look that up. <laughs> it's a new one for me. <laughs> wow, I didn't I didn't know I was actually dating myself. That's why I know you. We, 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 I learn new things. Well, I learned something new, too, that uh, vintage decor is coming back. So the word cottage core was something that I wasn't really familiar with. So I looked it up. And it seems that, let's see, teenagers and young adults are celebrating an idealistic rural life. And so they want to bring back um, baking, probably candle making, pottery, dressing with the old rural clothes. Is this like, I wish I lived in the little house on the prairie time? <laughs> Gosh, I'm sorry. I Oh, there's Vito. Vito, you don't like that, do you? No, I do not like the little house on the prairie. Sorry. I mean, no, no. you know, it was good in its day, but I wouldn't want to dress like that. No. So that's and, what they're bringing back, all of that genre from that era. No, thank you. No, I can't handle it. I can't handle Vito can't handle it either. Hold on. I'm going to check on Vito one second. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, in the meantime, while she's checking on Vito, I'm going to say that they're also bringing the grandmother stuff back. They're saying that that's very comforting and cozy. And so they should have grandma's furniture and old picture frames and candlesticks, vases, um, probably the doilies on the arms of the chairs, anything uh, which sounds very nostalgic to me. So um, I don't go along with that. Um, but I will admit, Jem, you were checking on Vito when I was talking about bringing back the old-fashioned, um, the old picture frames, grandma's furniture, just to be cozy. And people like that. But I was going to say uh, the candle making and all that stuff. I don't go along with that, but I do crochet, and that's an old art. And it I'm is. seeing, yeah, and I'm seeing a lot of very bulky knitted afghans, and they're saying that they're bringing that in as being very cozy and warm. You can also do that with crocheting. I don't knit, but I've never stopped crocheting, so that's just a, a hobby, you know. Some people crocheted and didn't stop crocheting. Mm -hmm. I crochet every once in a while, and I'll make afghans. But, you know, I've seen those in a blanket, you know, these big knotty blankets that people are making. That's in to add some texture. Yeah. I, I'm not opposed to the candle making. I think that's kind of interesting. Um, I'll go buy a candle. I'm not going to make it. <laughs> I like to do, I well, I wanted to do it, but I haven't done it, I guess. I'm, I'm trying to work on my own candle line, so I find that interesting. Um, but... Also, the I'm not into the clothes. 
No, 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 no. no. Oh, house on the prairie clothes. I don't think that flatters most people. Um, but um, I do like the part of this that is bringing grandma's picture frame or something vintage and and bringing it in and mixing it in for the cozy and uh, nostalgia of the family. Yeah, yeah. I, I can see that. I have a eclectic uh, feel for things. I have an old antique thing, but the rest of my house is contemporary. So I can see mixing to a point. Don't overdo um, because then you're going to end up, well, but there again, I should really correct myself. It's your house. You want to overdo? You want to put grandma's pictures in with uh, glass and chrome? Have at it. It's, it's not. I'm not going to tell you not to do it. You just don't want to look like the Antiques Roadshow meets uh, what's that other show? <laughs> Pickers at your at your house. I don't know. Any borderline borders. Actually, it'll look like um, Salvation Army, I guess. Yes, or Goodwill. <laughs> <laughs> so, along with this uh, coziness, they're bringing in uh, the list says cozy fabrics, natural textures. Um, I guess they want uh, rugs to be natural fiber jute. Did you ever put your foot on a jute rug? Not very comfortable. <laughs> yes. I've actually had um, some clients who wanted that. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, but you <laughs> don't walk barefooted. You know, no. You can get a little splinter of that jute in you. Um, the other thing, which I go along with, every once in a while, throw in a piece of wicker or rattan. I love the look. It doesn't have to be a 100-year-old chair. It could be a contemporary chair made of wicker, and uh, that probably would go anywhere. I like um, also using baskets and things sometimes. You yeah, know, texture. Add, yeah, just to add some texture. And you can put some magazines. You can put throw blankets in there. I was talking to somebody today. We um, She was... She's a closet organizer and designer. And there are a lot of people who use baskets or uh, some sort of maybe cloth baskets, whatever. And they store their stuff in there and then they put them on their shelves. And I tried that, but I can't remember what I put in those things. I have that going on behind me right here. Yeah, I, I'm a visual person. I have to see what, so I, it's ugly, but I have to put things in clear plastic so I can see what I store. If you're going to use <laughs> baskets, just use them for decor, put stuff in there that you can put on the floor, like Jem said, the basket uh, with the magazines. But if you're going to put them on a high shelf, you either have to take pictures of what's in there and keep them on your camera so that you can remember, right? Good idea? Yes. Okay, let's move on to room dividers. Now, here's an interesting point. Because people had the open floor plan, they're using room dividers to separate little nook areas for their privacy if they're working at home. Now, I like that idea, but there's no reason why you have to say, okay, I'm going to separate my big room into a work area. You can do this anywhere. I mean, you yeah. don't have to set it up for an office. Um, the, my most favorite partitions that I've seen are metal, metal screening that could be any kind of design. And I think that goes with a lot of different uh, designs in the home. Uh, but you got to know what you're doing. So 
Yes. As we say, talk to a designer before you spend the money on having a custom screen out of metal made for a particular area in your house uh, because it could look very beautiful. Yes, wow. there okay. are some beautiful ones, but yeah. Yeah. Um, I've collected a whole group of them on Pinterest. You know me, mm -hmm. I'm a Pinterest person. And mm -hmm. I must have probably over 100 pictures of one more beautiful than the other. So there's no reason why you can't use these dividers in your garden, in your house. They're beautiful. Sometimes they're just nice in a corner, too, like just to add some more texture to the room, mm -hmm. you know, and, and uh, dimension. Yeah. Uh, they put it in a corner, kind of bifolded, put a cool plant in front of it. I mean, I like I like to use them for that reason too, but they do kind of remind me of the 80s though. So I have a little issue with some of depending them. depending on the pattern. I mean, I've yeah. seen I've seen some today ones. I've seen some gorgeous ones where they also integrate colored glass in there or round uh gem type balls. It looks really good. Well, let's move on to uh Kitchen cabinets in color. Oh, my God. I, I mean, if I look at 100 pictures of kitchen cabinets, 90 of them are painted. 80 yeah. of them are gray. Yeah. But, right. the, but what these designers right. are saying is to paint the, I mean, I've seen kitchens where they've painted each cabinet a different color. That's kind of going uh, over the top. Um, I'm a neutral girl. I I'm. <laughs> I think we discussed this before. I I mean, I like more. T I like taupe. I like grays. I like white. I like black. I like uh, those espresso still. Uh, those kinds of colors. I'm a neutral cabinet girl. I mean, unless I'm doing like a kid bathroom or something. But I mean, and I have had clients that wanted some bold colors in certain cabinet. You know, rooms of cabinets. I've done it because it's their house and it, you know, it comes out fun, but I just personally couldn't live with, mm. with well, that. I'm doing a, a project now where the perimeter of the kitchen is going to be gray, but the island is going to be a dark blue. I really like that. I'm getting into that's that. Nice. I think it's going to look gorgeous. Well, you know, the, that's where you can kind of add that pop is the island because with the island it's not a huge commitment if in a few 10 years you want to re get it repainted or something you know yeah well but, could be but and they can also bring that color blue in throughout the uh, family room uh, i'm seeing a lot of greens a lot of blues sage sage was popular years ago i guess it's yeah, coming back i remember that yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but the bottom line is Golden oak cabinets are passe. Now, I will say that if you have a rift-cut oak cabinet, they're beautiful. The grain is going all one way. It's a tight grain. But mm -hmm. the old-fashioned curly oak, gone. Get rid of it. Don't even think about not painting it. Paint it out. Don't look at it. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> well, our next thing on the list is Zoom-friendly spaces. And we were talking about that um, because Vito was uh, actually you know speaking what? He had his to, he mind. He had to go to the doggy potty. Sorry. Oh. But <laughs> I know TMI, but yeah. he, you know, they can't speak English, so he has to bark 
mom, let me out. Yeah. But a lot of times people are doing uh, Zoom calls with their kids screaming in the background. And I I mentioned this before, but I was in a Zoom meeting and the woman had her dog jump on the table and put his face in the camera. You know, if you're in a uh, professional meeting, I don't think that goes real well. But anyway... Um, I think Zoom-friendly meetings are going to be one of the most important things that people add or change in their home. Even if they're working in their office, there are times when they can work from home. And I think a lot of companies are still um, kind of on the fence about that. I know, I think I read that Verizon is letting the people work from home till November, maybe. So that's going to, and people are saying, uh, companies are saying we're saving a lot of money with people working from home. Other companies are saying, no, we want to make sure that they're working. So we want to see the whites of their eyes. So whatever it is, if you do have a Zoom room, there's only a couple of things we suggest that you put in. One of them is bookcases or shelves, and don't pack everything you own on the shelves. Make them look somewhat neat. And good lighting, I think that's important. Gem, that's your expertise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then maybe some, mo- that's where you can put your modern colors or your bright colors in your Zoom room. In your Zoom room. Right. How about uh, even, well, that. You could do the wall covering in there, too. I mean, Well, you can do anything because what you show behind you in your Zoom call is an extension of yourself. If yeah. you're going to have a sloppy back backdrop, well, then that's going to let people know what kind of person you are. Right? <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's so true. I've been on so many Zoom calls this year for different things, and... <laughs> I have to laugh. My own husband is like, he'll pop in and see the people's rooms. And he's like, oh, my God, clean up your house. Clean up. (laughs) I mean, why would you choose? I'm sorry. But why would you choose an unkept room as your Zoom room? I don't understand it. Well, I'm only going to say one thing. Last week I did a podcast, or two weeks ago, I did a podcast with Karen Hockley. And we talked about uh, what's on Zillow. Now, if you're going to sell your house... Do you think you can at least take pictures with the toilet seat down and the dirty clothes in the hamper? But no. So there are people who really don't care. But I Um, I do. I have to uh, digress here. I have to talk about my wonderful sponsors. Thermador is one of my sponsors, and everybody knows that I'm a kitchen designer. So my two sponsors are actually appliance sponsors. Thermador is one of my special ones, and they offer two distinct collections for you to pick for your home. The modern design or the masterpiece collection is more of a modern design for your kitchen. And they also have the professional collection, which is like a restaurant quality or industrial look. So no matter what you decide, you can go to Thermador.com to find out more about their appliances. And don't forget, Thermador is luxury that lasts, empowered by design and led by innovation. So let's go on to, this is one of my favorite ones on the list. What do you think of window treatments? Okay. I, well, my favorite style is Hollywood Regency um, mixed with traditional. I don't like the 1980s poofy, crazy, you know, old window treatments. I have a little peeve with those because I grew up in that era. You mean those swags um, that cover oh the drapes? With, 
the, yeah. they looked like almost the prom dresses at that time well either that or <laughs> they look like mortuaries yeah i'm not into that but i do love window dressings and treatments i love just a simple panel is what i often use um i just uh, but i like textures i like textures like linens and i like velvets and i've been using that for years i also like them to go very tall and come down almost to the floor i like that drama um no matter what design style i'm doing um and i also am a crestron ambassador so i love uh i do a lot of auto shades too <laughs> I like to mix that well, as well. I'm doing a project now, and she has those shades. And I was going to say my favorite thing is either nothing on the window or the shades. And, of course, they could be remotely controlled, but they roll up and they sit in sort of a valance type thing on the top of the window. Or this designer that said she didn't like a shutters and do away with them, I disagree. I think there's a place for shutters in every home. I think shutters are practical, especially in Arizona or in a very hot climate where we live, where they will keep the cold out. You know, we do have that cold week in January. Or <laughs> they keep My favorite the, week. Yeah, or they keep the heat out, plus the privacy, and you can control the light coming in. So I think shutters are here to stay. This designer, who is unnamed, uh, disagrees with me. I do, let's see, she doesn't like heavy drapes. I agree with her on that, and I think you do too, because I think things are getting a little bit lighter. But I do prefer the open window. If you have a view, take advantage of it. If you're looking straight at McDonald's, shutter time. <laughs> we could call us. No, I'm not a fan of, I, I don't love shutters. I don't love them. I get why you, I get what you're saying. Well, they're um, practical. They're practical. Yeah. I, I'll prefer like the clean panel Crestron shade coming down. You could mm -hmm. double it and do the blackouts in the master suite just because right. they're so thin. You don't even like know they're there. Right. Um, and then that'll allow me to do my lovely straight drapery panels on the sides that's true or you don't you know if you're contemporary minimalist you don't need the draperies on the sides now i've had all you know clients with an entire glass home i've had two clients like that we didn't put anything on those windows because yeah but you know you can throw rocks in glass homes i know well you you'd be surprised how many birds and uh other things oh, happen oh. with those all glass i homes. wouldn't be surprised because we hear a thump every once in a while and we always have birds flying into our windows um well we are we've got to kind of go a little faster here because we're running out of time but i wanted to talk about bringing the outdoors in take it from here on that jim um well because so many people have been as we said working from home and you know, you want to bring a little bit of texture inside. So, and nature has been becoming more and more popular over the last year and a half or so in design. And, you know, because people are cooped up, you're working from home. It's not like you're doing that 
travel time to go to work in this case bringing a little of the outdoors in it kind of make to me it kind of makes your fa- your space flexible so you you feel like you're in nature a little bit inside instead of just four walls yeah you're not you're not cooped up Yes. And then like you also, you can, you know, I don't know about you, but when I work from home some days, like I take a little, little minute break and I go walking out the side of my backyard. Well, that's very telling of why it's good to bring some outdoor in. Mm -hmm. So you get that plant or a little texture of wood. That's like tree or, you know, some representing a tree or whatever. It just, we're, beings that you know need nature <laughs> yeah. people which, which leads me to a, leads me to this point i read a lot of what's in what's out this designer says this that designer says that and i read where somebody said plants are out you don't need very few plants in your house and i disagree with that i think plants warm up depending on the plant um, or if you're not a plant person and you can kill it immediately, yeah, then don't do it. But if you like plants, get a, get a good fake. Yeah, a good fake. Yeah, <laughs> a, fake. I agree because phony fakes are horrible looking. They're horrible. But um, but bringing plants in, um, it's a continuation of your outside. So I go along with that. And I honestly, when I'm doing design for a house, I put something that looks living in every room. You could see I have flowers on a desk. You you can see this, nobody else can. But then, and like my, I have a plant up there because you need, it just adds this extra um, coziness and vibe to a room that you just need, in my opinion. There's yours. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, there's mine. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we have one more thing to talk about, which is really something I disagree with, but I wanted to talk about my other sponsor. So this um, podcast is brought to you also by Monogram Appliances. They also have two uh, collections. They have the simplistic collection called the Minimalist uh, Collection, and that goes along with your contemporary kitchens. And then they have the Statement Collection, which was more of a restaurant look. And both of them are available, I'm sure, in any of your appliance showrooms by you. If you want to learn more about Monogram, you should go to monogram.com. Don't forget, it's not just one detail, it's many. When you put them all together, you create appliances that look, feel, and perform as if they were designed especially for you. And that's what Monogram does. Well, let's talk about my my one item here that I totally disagree with, and that's an open floor plan. I think, let's see, did I put that in there? Yes. I am for an open floor plan. Now, I wrote an article about the open floor plan a couple of years ago, and some writer from New York debunked it and just trashed it. And I came back and, you know, trashed his because I think no matter your lifestyle, instead of having those houses with those little compartmental rooms, having some, I'm not saying the whole house should be open, but having an open floor plan actually um, unites the family. And when it's time to do your homework, go to work, do your thing, have separate bedrooms, do it. But there's no reason why you can't come together in a great room of a kitchen, a dining area, and a family room. I love that. 
I'll agree with you totally on this, just because that's my life. <laughs> I mean, and I love it. I mean, but, I love. But don't you find most houses in Arizona have the open floor plan, yes. or or yes. I'm doing surgery on their old houses to create the open floor plan? Yes, but I do have to give Arizona props for that because this is such an open floor plan state. And not every state is. I mean, you know, where I came from in Illinois, no, they love to make little divvied up rooms. And you have a a lot of little small rooms that nobody uses, you know. (laughs) Yeah, once you're in there, nobody knows you're in there. Yeah. And uh, they're just... You know, I I cringe when I go back home sometimes because I go to some of the homes, you know, friends or family members, and I just want to like, oh, could we remodel this sucker? Could be so much better, you know, <laughs> because can we rip out a wall? Could, because, I mean, I know people who have large homes, but they're almost like you're in this weird maze that mm. you can't see your, you know, way out of the kitchen. But for the most out. part, are they older homes in Chicago or in the no, Illinois area? It's both. Oh, they're it's, building new homes with compartment. Yeah, rooms. yeah. Some of not every builder, but um, now I will say I've done a lot of beautiful multi-million-dollar properties in Illinois that were huge and open and gorgeous, but um, some of the mid-size and smaller size homes. They still try to like divvy it up, but I don't know if they're just trying to get more rooms out of it or what, but it's just, it's not good. And I, I know we discussed this, but you and I both like to look on realtor.com and just see what's going on around the U.S. Yeah, and the get world. a good laugh. Yeah. Well, also, um, I think it's the lifestyle. I think people back east are used to those small little homes with the little rooms. But I've seen a lot of before and afters where they've taken a big step to break down the walls and have an open space. And it's beautiful. It is. It is. It makes such a difference. And it'll take an older home on the east coast and and make it so much more livable. Mm -hmm. And usually contemporary. And contemporary is getting to be more popular as we know. Well, I think um, we've um, we most of the time agree on everything. We disagree with some of the designers, but you and I agree. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, we do. Um, but yeah, we don't like, you know, I don't know. I just I'm such a firm believer in people following what they like to do because exactly. It's and as we both say constantly. Don't follow the trends. Don't follow the fads. Don't do something that you see in a magazine that's not you. It's your house. You have to live in it. We don't have to live in it. That's why I will not tell one of my customers to do something that I like, and I have to talk them into it, because they will be miserable living in that area. So, And, and I'm sure you do the same thing. Oh, yeah. I hear I hear. I get people that are just surprised sometimes because they're like, oh, you're the first designer I met that actually wants to do what I want to do. And I'm like, but that's why I'm here. Yeah. Well, you I've know? also heard from people saying, well, we had a designer and we didn't like what she did. And so we had to get rid of her. Well, why don't you just find out what that designer is going to suggest to you before you sign the contract? Her. Right. Yeah, For exactly. Him. Well, another fun podcast, Jeff. 
Thank you. This was fun. Sorry was. about Mr. Vito. That's okay. He added spice to uh, our podcast. <laughs> Thank you again for, for doing this podcast with us. Bye. Thanks so much for having me. You're welcome. Hey, I hope everybody out there enjoyed today's show. I know Jim and I did. Be sure to subscribe. Please subscribe so that when I publish another podcast, which is every week, you will automatically get it in your email. And so if you've Listen to anything and you like what we've said and you want to share it with your friends, please do. Don't keep it a secret. We have these podcasts for you to educate you, to um, let you know what's going on in the design world. If you want to learn more about me, you can go to Nancy. Nancy, I'm sorry, I just screwed up my own website, nancyhugo.com. And if you have any questions for Jim or for myself, you can email me at nancy at nancyhugo.com. I want you guys to stay safe because we're still not through with the pandemic. Have a great day. Enjoy your life. Jim, thanks a lot. Thank you, Nancy. Au revoir. Au revoir.